0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Point Forward Podcast. I was anticipating only having, you know, focusing this episode on finals related topics and breaking down Western Conference, Eastern Conference finals, talking about uh, what Houston and what Boston are going to be doing next, but we have a lot to talk about. Uh, it has been a busy couple of days here on NBA Twitter. And to break it all all of this down as well as final stuff PJ what's up man?
1: We've uh have a situation. the process S- is not doing so hot.
0: yeah so there's a lot going down in Philly. there's a lot to unpack there so we should just we should start there uh, you know first in the leading in everyone, everyone in Philly had to have been pretty bummed having lost to boston and not having a chance to go to the finals and play the Cavs, and i think most I bet you if you ask any philly fan they're saying we play the Cavs, we're going to the finals but said they lose and that that hurts but at least things were things were looking up you know and bead you know when you really look back on the season they exceeded a lot of people's expectations and bead was healthy and bead is is going out into the to the middle of nowhere, Phil, or in the middle of Philadelphia, on pickup basketball courts, and just dunking on people, calling people out, which is hilarious if you haven't seen any of those videos. And then all, all hell broke loose in the last twenty-four hours. Uh, so first, the, let's start with the small stuff. Uh, ben Simmons dating Kendall Jenner, who I thought was still with Blake Griffin,
1: and no, just the that ended. ended. That was part of the terms when he got traded to Detroit (laughs) is they broke up. I was going to say, which
0: it was complete news to me and it's just another line of NBA NBA players dating uh, the Kardashian slash Jenner clan. And I'm a little frightened. I'm very afraid. Yeah, what was your reaction when you saw that? Besides being afraid.
1: The 76ers have gone to Hollywood too fast. Um, You know, I think... Joel Embiid's clear to the franchise player now. They've got to move all assets towards him. He should
0: trade Ben Ben Simmons.
1: Probably trade Ben Simmons. Uh, LeBron's definitely not going to Philly. Quick. I thought LeBron wasn't going to Philly just off this. Uh, As we'll get into in a second, there's other things that maybe LeBron's not coming to Philly for. But uh, yeah, just off this, I thought, oh, this is a hot day for the 76ers but um and I had been preparing a bunch of more jokes for that but I just can't anymore because there's just the weirdest stuff ever that has occurred there but um yeah hopefully they break up like before summer league uh or something well, that hopefully was, it doesn't go in the regular gonna season. An, that was going to be my next point is
0: this did pan out with James Harden. He had that really terrible season with Dwight Howard with Houston. Well, Dwight Howard was with Houston for two years, so, but, uh, but he had he had that two two year stretch. They ended up getting to the Western Conference Finals and lost. But then the the next year, they were just kind of couldn't wait to get out, knocked out of the playoffs.
1: Uh,
0: and now well, James Harden as the MVP.
1: Well, when he did it, Chloe, he was also yeah came out of shape, in the training camp out of shape and got Kevin McHale fired in the first month of the season. Um. Although the spin zone here, though, this is this is, uh, this is where there's hope, is that, I mean, the Blake Griffin-Kendall Jenner was never actually confirmed, so I don't know if we have a confirmed relationship on the Jenner side, so maybe it only extends to the Kardashian piece. Perhaps the Jenners, since they're only half Kardashian, uh, they're, you only receive half the curse, so maybe there's there's a chance here. I, I would have liked to experiment this with someone not named Ben Simmons, though. I mean, she wanted to start, you know, with Urson Ilyasova. Probably also bad <laughs> sample size because he just naturally sucks. But um, at basketball, right, but like, yeah, mid level tier. Like, why couldn't Devin Booker have been dating Kendall Jenner? It's closer. I don't, I, don't upon, I don't wish that
0: upon. I don't wish that upon him either, though.
1: I yeah, but that's a quick fit. You know, no one. Were, that's not going to impact much. Uh, you know, with LeBron, LeBron's already dealing with it with Tristan and and Chloe in Cleveland. I, I don't see him wanting to venture back back into that. Uh, with a with a young star like Ben Simmons, so we. The process has. Uh, I don't think the process planned for this. Uh, I don't think this was a part of Sam. Hinck- what Sam Hinkie died for. Um, so this is this is a uh, uh, quite the quite the wrinkle, you know, in this whole thing. Really, I mean, honestly, I don't know what else we should talk about other than that. <laughs> well, when it comes to '76, I was just about to say that. Speaking of
0: things that uh, Sam Hinky didn't die for, let's talk about Brian Colangelo and the story. He may of the have Ringer. died for these. <laughs> this may be his last. His last act was this. Maybe. Well maybe they'll bring him back now. Who knows? But so Brian Colangelo, um, I want to be really careful about how I phrase this whole thing because well, it just uh, go off it's off a the golf article just story, go off by the ringer This is this was reported by the ringer. Uh, ben Detrick worked with Chris Ryan on the story. Dropped and last essentially night. it is yes, came out last, last night, night
1: th- through all beef. of Twitter in a frenzy so, frenzy. So before you get to, I just want to say, like, between this and, like, the Pusha T song and, like, dropping a a track, it was a wild. I was, like, basically digesting the Pusha T stuff and Drake stuff, and then this was kind of just, like, happening amongst it. Which, by Uh, the
0: way, taking a step back from NBA stuff for one second, did you know that Kim Kardashian went to the White House today to talk to Donald Trump? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. there's just yep. there's
1: a picture that I
0: yeah these, these are things show. that are being buried because of this all is of this 2018 other wacky stuff yeah this
1: was this was all in the last 48 hours like we've had sort of weird I like since game seven game seven seems like it was a week ago the Houston Houston Golden State seems literally like it might as well have been a month ago just based on these last 24 hours the Roseanne stuff like it has been batshit crazy out there, in the internet, and so I'm gonna cycle, dive in. Like
0: I'm gonna dive in on some more batshit craziness. But this so. is
1: one of the weirdest stories ever. So
0: the story is based upon some anonymous information that tipped off the ringer about some deep Brian thresh. Colangelo <laughs> and the likelihood in which he would be running five additional twitter accounts all having consistencies between them that would indicate that it is brian colangelo and saying some pretty damning potentially career altering things and it has not been proven by
1: any stretch that this is for sure brian colangelo well he confirmed one confirm the fill uh, one two three four five six seven one yes and one of them is him
0: which has not tweeted right uh, and he oh. confirmed I I am gonna uh, summarize this statement but it was essentially yeah. like he uses that just to follow news and NBA media and that's it now uh, this like I said this the information that is Pat that is communicated from a majority of the accounts and chances are if you if you're listening to this podcast you've read the article or you've heard enough about the article that you know what's going on. So I'm not gonna go te- I'm not gonna do a huge deep dive into this. But I do like PJ t- like what was the big thing that was like okay this is why you think it is Brian
1: Colangelo? What was the big thing that stuck out to you? So yeah I guess it goes in two parts. So when I approach this at first, like, just seeing the headline, I was like, this seems just like a quirky kind of... is This is like some quirky Ringer article they're dropping. Uh, and people are, like, kind of just, like, taking it to this degree. And then you get it, it's like, alright, no, this is a legitimate, like, investigative journalistic uh, thing to... Like, the approach they took to this. And so, I mean, the two... May, I, and I have to say that it's the two cops. So, I mean, they do a lot of research as far as, like, even just like the phrasing, the 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 almost like a Venn diagram of the similar followers, um, but and like all the details within it, I think are pretty. Uh, I mean, you could say, like, oh, that's it's definitely someone connected enough to know that has to know a lot of this. Um, is in a lot of inner circles at the very minimum. But like the two things for me was one was, and I went into this like you're gonna have to really sell me on this. So this it just every aspect of the story just on its merit sounds made up and like a, the most far left feel like why would a president of a basketball president of basketball operations for any NBA team be doing this uh, the first though is so in the article they do talk about how they went to when they approached the sixers with this they gave them the names of two of their accounts. <clears throat> and uh pr department goes to colangelo tells him about this inquiry from the ringer um and ben diggerson is who's, uh that's his name right yeah uh so he's the who's so he's got and he's following so one ben, of them ben detrick detrick sorry ben detrick so he's following all five he's got tabs on so he named those two and then within that 15 minutes or whatever they go tell colangelo in 15 minutes, all five of, like the three that he did not mention, went private, and he follows up with them and says, "Could anyone else? Did you take this with anyone else? Did you share this information with anyone else?" He says, "I know we went straight to Colangelo with this." Here's his statement: admits the one is his. The of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven denies the other ones. Says concerning, yeah. So that's first, just like too much of a coincidence for me the second part though is just like the nature of some of the personal information and i I guess it just is all woven in of like some of the personal stuff with him of just these accounts attacking reporters when they're critical of colangelo following all of his son his son who plays at chicago uh university of chicago like live tweeting some of his games uh which like kind of rules his son out as being it possibly because he can't be doing that during his actual game, following like coaches and, and well. So the the other on big one to me, it.
0: you you mentioned the one thing that really but, stood out to me that was the most damning thing. But the comments around D Wade and Gab were, yeah. were also incredible. Like
1: that's how, the other like how how could you say something like that and not expect someone to be able to tie that to you? So, and Gabby Union was saying like that she wasn't in Beijing for that, which I guess would if it was 08, like She I don't think they were they were just dating at that point, so maybe she wasn't. But it was evidently it was somewhere like of a critical of like being yeah mean to kids or something. Like, but even just throwing that out there seemed a little too on the nose, and that the more like you look at it, maybe that's the one, but too, just like the personal stuff of like this guy defending the, the collar like, Colangelo, it's like one of those internet jokes but his fucking collars and like the fact that this kind of, like these accounts are kind of going after that, like defending that be you know, like, get, you know, the joke's old like get over it's not funny that stuff to me, it's just, but yeah, like him being in charge of president of the basketball operations saying some of that stuff it is pretty like yeah, what dude from South Philly is is flying to see the Olympics and is like going to have this detailed information, this access? Uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like that kind of stuff is insane, and just the the others, the inside information that wasn't being shared in the media, wasn't being reported on, about How Folks, about Julie. Like, it's so over the top and seems so ridiculous, but at the same time, like. How could it all, like all of this information, be coming out? <laughs> you know what I mean. it seems like, no, I know
0: it's, and we, we, we could honestly talk about this and t- talk about the psychology of it all, and where's this coming from? I, and this is all assuming this is
1: him, which you and I both believe it is. So it, it's like, so I'm at the mental point of this, to like, so where I'm at with it right now, because yeah, the jokes all, like, enjoy Twitter if you've been on, it. if you haven't, I'm sorry. I'm sure you can kind of catch up and, and follow back through because there's just a ton of it out there. <clears throat> but, like, yeah, the idea that either this information is, like, inside stuff that inside reporters have been saying like, they had heard some about. So, like, it's not like this, like, wild stuff is just being thrown out, like fans just throwing shit against the wall and seeing what sticks. So, this is legitimate inside information. So, it's, like, either him or someone so close to the, the front office. So, like, that's really where I'm at with is, like, either him directly or you have to like figure out who the person yes. closely personally tied to him is that's running these well and who's, a, then it goes back to him though is like is he sharing the information and just like freely sharing that because that's like another piece but what i really love personally and you know, it's like actually it, it, the this is the farthest one but it somehow could be tied back to Sam Hinkie. Like, that would be the greatest thing ever. Is if we could get it to be, like, Hinkie's last, like, actor. Or last defiant against Calangelo. Oh, him framing Colangelo with all of this. Or just someone, like... Or, like, Hinkie was the one that leaked it. Or, like, the person that originally gave the ringer the hint. Is, like, a Hinkie loyalist. Just, like, any which way that it could be tied to, like... A fight for, like, a Sam like there the was love the, of the one, process the one last like shot uh, yeah he did you not know, like just go out without a types of stuff like whatever the so case bef- may be
0: before we move on you hit on this at the end of your your, your little rant there the the source of all this right yeah. is where did this come from because the description within the article it is very, very it's interesting. Very and I'm going to read directly from it. The source explained that they worked in artificial intelligence and, after noticing a bunch of weird tweets directed at Sixers writers, used an open source data analysis tool to link five accounts through commonalities, including similarities in who the accounts followed and linguistic quirks. So, this is a very elaborate explanation as to how this person got this information got that time who's got that time
1: but i don't know if that's and then even- let's
0: let's connect this back to the most the most prominent thing that rush. you mentioned <laughs> maybe the most prominent thing that you mentioned which uh really convinced you that this is colangelo because honestly like i got to that point in the article and was really like Look, this is pretty sketchy, don't get me wrong. This kind of sounds like Calangelo, but there's really nothing directly tying him to this. And then boom, he mentioned two accounts, they shut down all five. Yeah. And the only person they told was Calangelo. So that's I don't know it's... So who A. Who is the source with the Sixers that's even the intermediary between Calangelo and the Ringer? Yeah. But also, if that person didn't do it. I'm not he's either lying to the ringer or telling saying that he didn't he he told more people than than he said or it was him or it was yeah and it's yeah like, the, you're saying it's the, really the source could have been
1: it yeah
0: it could be yeah. the source and this it unquestionably could be the source but then the chances of the source also being the person that the ringer would contact at the Sixers is
1: what are the chances in that right right and just i mean granted like if colangelo knows who is running all of those you can see yeah, 15 minutes you could hear that he could have his response fire you know call a person do whatever and be like shut that shit down like, or put him on private like something right. but it it still though then still ties to him like even if he's not directly firing off all of these tweets like if, anyway, he's giving out this information or is a source of information and is like connected in this in any way, he's gone. Like, he's done. Like, someone is definitely to get fired I agree. on
0: this. I think so, too. You and I had a thread going today with, with our buddy, shout out, uh, OTR host, Will Ducey. But um, look, he's he's got to be fired. And he's one of the most, you know, he's very well connected with the NBA. His dad means something to the NBA. But how do you, he? I do not see him. If this is tied to him, which we should say, it was announced this morning that the Sixers are going to internally investigate this whole thing. Uh, who knows what's going to come out of that? But if it if this ends up being him, how do you hold on to a guy like that? He's going to be a laughing stock of the entire organization. Yeah.
1: Well, it's really like it comes in. Yeah, what the players perceive of it, they seem to be taking like the high, you know, waiting to see what happens. But. Also, how do you maintain? Based off of the things that you said about Joel Embiid, the guy that
0: you just maxed out for the next five years, how are you going to make that relationship work? Uh, And the whole, the funny, you know, we let's take a second. Like, this is a ridiculous, unbelievable, it just story that just sums up everything that you'd expect from the year 2018 and and NBA Twitter, and it's just. W- seem to be just mm. the perfect recipe for just an unbelievable story, and it's like, All right, I so. I wish I could say that I I feel bad for Brian if he ends up having some ramifications from this, but hey man, if this was you, you probably deserve what's coming to you.
1: So. So people, so some people have been taking these Twitter handles and trying to like unlock the password or like figure stuff out. Um. So this, I just saw his tweet from like 20 minutes ago. So we're just, like at 7:30, whatever, right now, Central Time, recording this. So Clangelo's wife, Barbara Botoni, has a phone number in ending in nine one, almost certainly linking her to three of the burner accounts. So like you can do like come the to the Google, the Google like account recovery for. So someone's figuring this shit out, but. Um. So yeah, there's like a ton of stuff here, but like, yeah, people have just been all over this shit like all day today. So maybe it's his wife, but. That goes to our point. Like, if it's a personal, like, it's on him. Like, he's giving this information out. Like, that's a a breaking of so. No, yeah. Some of the some of the tweets were releasing some potential trades. Like the
0: the trade that ended up being the one for third. And he could be using these accounts too. Like, it's yeah. I mean, just because it's his wife. Yeah. There's unquestionably that that information. Like i have a tough time believing that he would share information like that with his wife and then she mm-hmm. would go to twitter on a fake account to use it it's got to be him
1: we've seen i don't know we've seen there's other uh what goodell's wife was doing that shit um that's like so as far like yeah spouse like yeah you're venting about stuff like yeah you probably are gonna share but i that mean some I of it's can like see. medical information I'm- stuff but like I'm not for saying. For her not to have the filter to, like, just keep that and, like, having to go to so far to bat. I mean, even him, whatever the case may be, like, at a certain point, you got to realize, like, and if he figures it out, like, he's got to shut that shit down if it's not him. So it's that it's that how long these have gone on, too, is the real piece. And that's, like, personal information, like, for about Markel, Fultz, stuff about Joel, like, right. Person, so that's the thing like, is is brian colangelo
0: going to telling disclosing all this information to his wife which i is fine as long as that's not being shared publicly and then his wife is going out on burner twitter accounts to to throw it out there i that's i just i have a tough time believing it that's that's all i'm saying um like i said there's we will continue to talk about this there's more information that's going to come out we should move on to some other, obviously, pressing NBA news, which is we're one day from the, the NBA Finals starting. And, uh, and let's start with uh, Houston versus Golden State, which wrapped up on Monday night. Uh, two game sevens. I wasn't expecting that from the Eastern-Western Conference. I feel a little spoiled. Uh, but uh, Golden State took care of business. Helped uh, helped our wallets um, a little bit uh, in Game Seven, and uh, and they're going to the finals to face the Cavs for the fourth year in a row. Um, despite I mean, so so, you know, there's a lot to unpack in Game Seven. But question for you: Do you think what do you think happens
1: in the last two games of this series if Houston has a, a healthy Chris Paul? Well, Tony said to Duran. he thinks they'd win, and Kerr uh, said if Igudala had been healthy, they would have been done in five. Yeah, five, yeah. Uh, I guess I've really, like, kind of... So initially, right off the bat, like, I it was, like, a couple people, like, I was in a group chat, like, people were kind of firing off a lot of James Harden hate. And I was pretty quick to, like, be like, ah, I don't know if we can put all this on James. And... I, like, kind of thought that. I mean, Game 7, I was, like, in some ways, you know, by the initial thought of that was just, like, he didn't miss all 27 straight of those uh, three-pointers. But, like, in that moment, too, like, I do think Chris Paul would have helped. And really, just, like, the fact, if you look at some of those shots, I think he would have figured out a way uh, to keep keep like actually get buckets to not let them go on that kind of a drought not just keep throwing up threes uh which you know some of them were just like for the sake of shooting a three uh so like from that perspective i'm like yeah i think chris paul could have made a difference i think the Warriors like showed me at least like mentally like they've they pulled this shit against them and like Houston I think is probably a more talented team. I think if Houston end up winning, I think like if you look to the finals, I think LeBron would figure out a way to beat Houston. We'll see about the the Warriors, but like if they do some of this like mental lapses and leave the door open for LeBron, then it gives them some help. So like that's where though I like hit my point of like two things of this and I'm not sure how to feel yet about it. But so it's quick to to defend James Harden, but then I literally looked at it and I'm like, well he is gonna be the MVP. And he's best player on the team. Like, how how do I assess him and then that really goes to the Rockets, like, was this a successful season for the Rockets because they pushed him to seven games? Like, should we just be giving them a nice job, you know, now see what you can do next year? Or is it really I mean, something with Harden where like you have to be more critical of him that they didn't they didn't take advantage. They got him to seven games and they let it go. Um, for me, I guess like going back, I realized like probably was why I was quick to kind of defend him. But then at the same time, like I don't think I'm that surprised by this. Like I I I was more critical and like freaking out on the Warrior side of it because I think I have these expectations for them. Same as I have expectations for LeBron. Same, I mean, there's, there's, a, there's really like I guess a, a fine line for me of there's, there's a subset of players who have these definitions of like they've shown to me that like winning it matters or they've they've put that as the the uh, margin and that's the the measuring stick they want us to, to judge them off of is winning and winning's most important. You hear that all the time from them. I've never really heard that from, like, James Harden. You know what I mean? Like, when has James Harden really shown that ever? You know? Like, do you, uh, that part to me is where um, I look at it. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, maybe James just don't give a fuck. Maybe he just wants to get his money and whatever. He's happy he played these extra games. And, like, hey, if they win, you know, it works out great. Like, I'm playing the finals. Getting, you know, that helps me more. So,
0: I uh, you know, you know I'm a James Harden fan. Yeah, I know and you are. So that's like I, I was. I was perfectly critical of the guy last year against yeah. the Spurs, as anyone should have been, because he straight up blew that series. Like sure. they, he flat, he fell flat on his face at the end of that series. With I think he finished with like six points or something. I ended up losing to the Spurs. Uh, in this series, he was he was pretty terrible shooting yeah. shooting from from distance. And if you look at what he did in this final game, 12-29, he played 43 minutes, he was 2-13 of 13 from 3. I don't know his percentage from 3 over the course of the series off the top of my head. I know it was crazy low, and he had missed... I think it was like 28%. It was at 28% for like a while. I right. Know. But he yeah. shot terrible. But what I do know is that he went into Game 7... At home against the Warriors, who had been to the finals the last three years. They lost by nine points. He was a big reason why they were up ten at halftime.
1: Yeah.
0: And, look, the Warriors deserve to win this game. I'm not making excuses. There were two calls in the first half where James Harden got fouled on three-pointers, so he just didn't get them.
1: Sure, Um, but... And
0: and that's like... I don't think you can make the argument that he didn't get fouled on those shots, right?
1: No, 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 he, no, he, yeah, absolutely, but, so, I mean, this will, you don't have to completely answer this right now, but I guess, like, one of my, is, if you give LeBron a, sc- a scenario, like, James Harden had that game said, like, if, if LeBron gets that in any of these games coming up, or they were up by 15, I mean... And for me, I was like, let's wait until see what happens in the third, because that's the Warriors' quarter. We know, but the same time, like in my mind, if you gave me James Harden and LeBron James, and you gave me the same, like going in the second half, like here's how it They're up fifteen. Let's say that sort of was. I don't have the yeah. exact thing. Well, in Game Six too, they were up. They were up around that. Yeah, because game- both both games ended simil- like, kinda overall, guess, similar, like kind of overall, like yes, similar endings and just yep. like went about it a little differently but still Uh you're telling me like if you told me that LeBron lost that or James Harden lost that I would be more pissed if LeBron like I'd be disappointed here if LeBron lost that
0: I agree but where James Harden I'm
1: like man eh, I mean what yeah like cause I just don't think he It's it's either one of two things he doesn't give a fuck Or we have to just establish, like, he physically isn't able to carry a team and and do enough over 40 minutes. You know what I mean? Like, it, it really comes down to that for me, where it's, and maybe he can get in better shape, really. But, I mean, maybe he's just, like, maxed out. Like, he's, this is what he is, and you really, you can't expect more than that from him. Like, this is maybe, maybe this was the best version of James Harden we can get. I do not think that is true.
0: Okay. I think that if Chris Paul had played in Game 6, and if they had gotten to Game 7, I think that Houston would have won this series. With I think, Chris Paul. I think if Chris Paul is 100% healthy, he doesn't pull his
1: hamstring, he's ready to go, I think they win. Uh, I mean, and he was he's the reason they were up 3-2. I, I, it's I, the reason Chris they were Paul up 3-2. the two. shit out of me. I, uh, there's a lot about Chris Paul and knows the shit out of me, but... Them pulling that game great. out in game four and them taking care of business game five like he was great. That so he, I
0: yeah good for him. I think that they would have you could make the argument and I think that they would have won this series. Okay. So then if you look at okay James Harden like first of all James Harden is not I'm not saying he's as good of a basketball player as LeBron James he's no, definitely not but as good of a player in the playoffs. You get an MVP like LeBron's got four. I mean yeah you know, like yeah. But he he can be your number one option on a championship team, in my opinion. Okay. Uh, if you look at what LeBron has done against the Warriors, and we have a good sample size now in the playoffs, he, series the first series, he didn't have K-Love. He had one other guy that could do stuff with him, Kyrie. They lost in overtime in Game 1. Kyrie's out the rest of the series. They lose in six. Yeah. <laughs> the next year... Yes, K Love and Kyrie, they win in seven, but in this game, in game six and game seven of this series against the Warriors with Kevin Durant, James Harden couldn't win, and his second best player was Clint Capella or Eric Gordon or PJ Tucker. You can make the argument for any three of them in my mind. But probably probably, like Eric Gordon would play best in game seven. So none of those guys are as good as Kyrie Irving and i don't think any of those guys are as good as kevin love so to say that like lebron has done this i'm now you and i are having a different conversation if three weeks from now lebron has has beat the warriors and his second best option is kevin love who's coming off a concussion but or george hill yeah or george hill or jeff green or kyle korver or whoever but as the way things stand now LeBron has not done more on his own against the Warriors than James Harden has. Uh, People are going to point to, like, all right, first series against them. He won
1: games two and games three by but, himself. But the and Rockets, I get that. But the Rockets also, then you point to, like, we'll get them right, like... James Harden has got a better team. Oh, I mean, I don't... I, because that, 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 then
0: shouldn't shouldn't the blame be going more towards Trevor Ariza for going 0, 12, 0 for twelve no. and Gerald Green for going for one percent. But seven. that's
1: that's what I'm saying. Like, if you give me an argument that LeBron is is if LeBron in this, let's say in these finals, he's up three to two, I will be damned if he's losing both those games. I will like you will have to convince me of a I don't care if it's against the Warriors, like there is something but if like it, if his, best, if his second best player is Eric Gordon, I don't give a shit. No, dude. I, he, if you need me, if you want to win a game, like I think LeBron could win a game. Like when we get, we can we can transition to it whenever we want to. But like <laughs> you're telling me, he's three two. He's got two shot. You got to take him out two times. Uh, no, I don't think so. At that before point, we, no.
0: before we transition to Cavs, uh, Cavs
1: Boston, and then to the finals, and I don't really want to talk about Cavs Boston. That shit was, what? Fuck out of here, Boston! You, that was nice, but okay, fine.
0: But, but I do want—I want to give shout out to one person that we like. We didn't really talk about the Warriors too much and what they did, but uh, Steph, like Clay, was great in Game Six. Had foul trouble in game five and ended up chipping in 19 points and had a few buckets on the stretch. But Steph Curry is kind of what elevated this team to the next level in the third quarter. Yeah. And if that's the kind of Steph that you're going to get, if you're going to get game four Steph, or excuse me, if you're going to get game three Steph, and if you're going to get third quarter Steph against the Cavs, they can't beat them. They cannot beat them. Uh, unless you, you have – Draymond, Kevin Durant, and Clay all shooting below fifty percent. Um, so I do want to give Steph credit. And I'm fine with not talking about Cavs, Boston, except uh, shout out Jason Tatum for and you know, hey, one criticism Brad Stevens. Dude got a ton of ton of praise all playoffs and then going up against two oh against the Cavs. He didn't know how to get the ball to, to his best player down the stretch and it ended up really hurting his team. So I do want to I wanna make that point as well. Cause Jason Tatum was the only really the only guy that you could count on at, at down the stretch of that
1: of that game. Yeah, I mean But I don't know. Yeah, I mean I don't really know. I I Yeah, they they maxed out what they had <laughs> though. Like I don't know. I did they? Yeah, what, I, I think they were. But, I, I, I just, I, to, in my opinion, it was that was. Jason Tatum took seventeen shots. Yeah, that's I infi- I don't know if you should have been taking twenty five shots. I guess, but that's just that they have never played that way. They haven't played that way the entire playoffs to this point. Like, yes, you you probably could have done more to get him a couple more shots, but I don't think. Yeah, I don't know. I just doesn't make. They also sense. It hadn't like a had a game season.
0: where between Jalen Brown and Terry Rozier, they went three of twenty-two from three. Either like yeah. Jason Tatum could do stuff. They were not clicking from three. He was the only yeah. guy creating off
1: the dribble. Give Jason Tatum the ball. Probably. I mean, probably some of that has to be on Rozier too. Then, like Rozier, like yes, he deserves a ton. He just like Ariza deserves yeah. a lot of criticism. Well, no, I'm saying like, but. That's like on those guys on that team too. That's not a think on Brad Stevens. Be like, hey, get Jason Tatum the ball. Like, you play fucking all those guys who play basketball their entire lives. They can definitely. I mean, they they realize that. Like, give the ball to Jason Tatum. Feed him, feed him the ball. Like, let him score. If he, no one can stop him on the Cavs. Yeah, ride that. Yeah. And find ways. Like, you can figure that out yourselves too. You don't need Brad Stevens telling him everything. I don't think. Everything they did that series was Brad giving them, you know, step by step of every every move. No, I understand that, but down the, I mean, when you're calling a bunch of
0: timeouts in the fourth quarter, you're talking to your team. Why not trying to get a favorable matchup for Jason Tatum and see if he yeah. get a bucket? He's the only one on your team that's shooting above fifty yeah. percent.
1: No, I yeah, but I'm yeah, I mean. We can talk about... That'll be that'll be fun to talk about next year when they've got Kyrie and, and Gordon Hayward, but... Yeah. Uh, okay. I guess, yeah, well, shout out to them for pushing the Cavs seven games, but there was... Let's, um... And whoever wanted them in the finals can kiss my ass, too, because no one actually wanted them in the finals. Boston? Yeah. Unless you're a Boston yeah, Celtics fan. No. I mean, I mean you, that's, and that's, you and That's United. I know I'm a LeBron fan. I know him But no one overall can tell me, like, that would have been a better finals than having LeBron there. You be you're yeah. blind yourself. I agree. Now, I could say don't understand. You could make the argument to say LeBron versus Houston could be a more compelling actual finals as far as like could either team win. Also, that. because what if LeBron beats Houston and then goes to Houston?
0: I don't think he'd go to Houston if he beat him. <sighs> I'm just saying, it would be it would be a fun storyline. So, I mean, that'd be interesting. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you're not be weird. buying. It. That'd be really That's weird. okay. Hey, let's move on. Let's talk about the matchup that we've been waiting all year for. And that is Swaggy P versus JR Smith head to head. I actually don't know if we're going to see a single minute for Swaggy P this entire series. I'm guessing oh, yeah, we do.
1: You know. Oh, yeah. With Ingudala out, he'll definitely play game one. Yes. Well, I was thinking about this. Who do you think they start? Nah, uh, they'll probably I think Looney? they'll still rock the loone with the Kevon Looney lineup. Yeah. Okay.
0: I think you're right. If they went with Sean Livingston, it wouldn't surprise me.
1: Maybe. I So I mean yeah, I think they're they're kind of a position. Yeah, they might just throw out what worked last time and then just you know figure it out from there. I think they're really. Yeah, I think starting out they would probably start with Looney though, just with how things are probably. I mean, if Kevin Love's out too, especially, I, I could see him go the Looney route. Maybe if if Kevin Love's in there, they'll try. I mean, I don't really know. Like. For as far as that goes, though, I'm not really too concerned because yeah, Charlamagne's probably going to close out the games for them uh, until Agudal is back. But I mean, I think in I think Iggy not being in that game is inter- like, until he's back. It does create I think some problems for the Warriors just from containing LeBron and just the. Uh, I mean, I think you can throw Clay and KD at him, and they'll, they'll do what they can. But all kind of was was a, a big factor in that in every one of these series. Uh, we're, we're fourth time through. I just think these they're the two advantages I kind of see for the Cavs, and they're not big because there's really I mean, outside of just basically saying LeBron's got to be the greatest, have the greatest. NBA Finals performance of all time to probably give the Cavs a, a chance to win is, is probably where you're starting, uh, and the fact that they don't have Iguodala kind of is is at least giving me in my which reason I wanted this to begin with is just to tour the idea of hey what hap- what could happen you know what if LeBron could beat the Warriors a good start not having Andre Iguodala in there and I mean. The, the one advantage I do think they have is that they the Warriors did not play this version of the Cavs team. So, maybe they can throw out some personnel. They can do something that the Warriors just aren't ready for in a, in a, in a first game. Uh, but LeBron has struggled sometimes in game one, so that that be... I mean, he would have to correct that off the bat for them to have a chance. Uh... So that's where I'm like convincing myself of like, all right, maybe they could they can steal one in Oracle just with the Iguodala injury factor, and I think they they can at least get one of those crazy three point games out of out of their team at home in Cleveland. So if, I mean, they get two games right there. Then we just gotta see if the Warriors where the Warriors are at, how they respond to that piece and. Do they do the, do some more dumb shit? Because that's the one thing with Houston, like they did a lot of dumb shit that they wouldn't, they did not do last year. Where I like, I do think there's some others, not a ton of vulnerability, but there's a little bit more there this year than I think you saw last year with them. Right,
0: and I do, I agree with you in that I think Andre Godala and him not playing in Game One, and I think how long he will be at the series will play a factor for example yeah. especially if he's not playing when they're in Cleveland but yeah, uh, yeah. if we're thinking like
1: if he's biggest, just one the, game I think th- I think
0: the mo- most important thing here though is what pace the Cavs are going to be playing at in this series Whoa, because you and I talked about this last year and we were really frustrated watching this team and I don't I don't want to sound like we're huge Cavs homers here, although we are certainly huge LeBron homers here. But we want to see a competitive series and to go to seven games, and ultimately, if LeBron wins, great. But I recognize how great the Warriors are and how many good players they have. And they should win t- the series. But I want to see a series go six or seven. Like, yeah. And in I think the best chance of making that happen is to rather than what the Cavs did last year. Slow it down. Every possession, try to get LeBron matched up against whoever isn't Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, or Kevin Durant, whether it be Steph or Quinn Cook or Sean Livingston or whoever else they have in there, and then just have him make a decision. And something LeBron will not be able to do is turn the ball over like he did against Boston because he had a couple games stretched there where he was just turning the ball over six, seven, eight times a game.
1: And he Warriors can't do it. We're
0: gonna good.
1: give him back to him, though. Yeah, Warriors, and we're uh, probably give him back.
0: And the thing that I keep pointing, going back to, is and and this is gonna be a, a hotly contested debate. I think amongst uh, the the bravada betting crew here is uh, who 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 are we gonna bet on? And uh, I think the the main determinant in, in that entire thing is like. We have no idea what the Cavs are going to do to open up this series. We don't know if Kevin Love's playing. We don't know. Uh, it made no sense to us last year that the Cavs would be playing at such a high pace, and for all we know, they could make the same mistake this year and they could be, yeah. you know, losing in I, five yet again.
1: Yeah, I think, but I think some of that too was just like the idea that they beat them last year. They did have. Kyrie, I mean, I think this, I, I, I do think what you're going to see is a mix of the 2015 Finals uh, of just the approach LeBron is going to take to this. That's what they should be doing. But I do think they need to look at that Houston series and, and steal some shit from that because uh, I know Zach Lowe brought this up on his pod, and I did agree with it a lot. Um, is the idea of looking at how what the Rockets are able to do with Capella? and how easily they were able to get buckets in, and, like, how they use Capella, try to use Tristan Thompson in that similar fashion. Now, the different players, I understand, but they have enough of the same, like, attributes in general that, like, I think Tristan Thompson needs to try to do his best to, to do something like that. And they should try to get just some quick little... Buy- and LeBron's obviously... A good enough passer to get him some of those lobs and just to create some more chaos in the middle of the court uh, I think that could that could be a way that you're just not having to rely on O'Bron back and down, yeah, mismatch, ISO and if you're going to go this like slow and that, that kind of plays into, I mean, they wouldn't have to be super slow all the time, but that would be a nice way to change up the pace, but I do think like from my perspective, you might want to try to use up some time and and, and cut down the Warriors' possessions, especially well, maybe in the third. Maybe in the first half, you yeah, you try to you try to run with them. You see what happens. Man, when that third quarter starts, like you you might just need to almost have like a third quarter game plan of just like let's hold that. Like let's not give them that piece because I do think. When the third quarters haven't gone right for them in, like, the Houston series, they kind of got out of shit. Like, real, they, they went to this ISO basketball. And, like, on the defensive end, I almost, I, I want to try to encourage them to do that. Try to, you know, if it's going to be Jeff Green, whoever, don't have LeBron really guard KD too much. But, you know, if they were going to switch on that end, maybe they steal some of Houston stuff as far start as switching on the defensive end. And you just... Yeah, let KD think he can go ISO every single time and, and just see how he's shooting in a night. But, um, yeah, like you were saying earlier, like the Steph piece, I do think you need to keep Steph really in check of of everyone in this series. Like, uh, I need you to try to shut Steph down as much as possible make it very tif- t- difficult for him. Yeah, but I don't have a guy that can do that. I mean, maybe George. But I mean, that's a, maybe it's George Hill. Maybe it's a, that switching piece where you're just like we—they got to be physical and just that's worked for them in the past against Steph is is to to be a little more physical with him and try to get him off of. Well, and that's what worked for the Cavs in 2016 yeah. too. Yeah, I, you're
0: right. The recipe is do what you did last year. Have a much better version of Tristan Thompson, or excuse me, Don't, don't do anything you did last year. No, let's go I'm... back to... Let's let's play the style of basketball you played back in 2015. Yeah. But let's use but Tristan, Tristan to his advantage. Like ultimately, if the Cavs don't win from the free throw line, the turnover battle, uh, and, um, and if they don't shoot a better percentage from three than they have in the yeah. first couple of rounds here, they really don't have a chance. Um, right. They... I mean, and, re- and, and rebounding. Okay, that was the other thing. It's like Tristan Thompson needs to play, and Tristan Thompson, if they're playing Kevin Looney, if they're matching Draymond Green against him, he needs to win the turnover battle. He needs to get three, four, five offensive yeah. rebounds to no, give yeah. him a chance. I think,
1: I think Tristan needs to be impactful, and then I think, yeah, you really need George Hill to be consistent. <laughs> ah. uh, a consistent George Hill would be quite a concept, and then – yeah, I mean, I mean, maybe you can get, I mean, depending on where Kevin Love is at, it's like, you know, if Kay, between K-Love, Corver, and J.R. Smith, like, if any of those guys can get hot and shoot well. But, yeah, there's, there's. I mean, I'm not saying, like, a lot of this is possible, but that's just, like, the things in my head that How I'm. How about Rodney Hood? Oh, mother. That dude <laughs> is. Uh. Well, I told, you, I told you this at the very beginning. Like, that dude's there's a little bit of a, a clenching issue when it comes to playing in games. and like I'm pretty, like... About heard. playing in games? Yeah, dude, I've heard, like, from from sources... He's a, a basketball player. Yeah, he would throw up. Play. I know he would throw up before every game at Duke. Before every game, he puked. He, like, would throw up before every game just from nerves. Dude is, like, not a very... Yeah, as far as that goes, like, that kind of puts... I think him playing a situation like in Houston, or I mean Utah, I'm sorry, and that's probably a little easier or more situation for maybe how he, like his personality and his mental, mental makeup. I don't know if playing with LeBron is going to be, but hey, Rodney, who wants to change that? i would be great. Uh, but I'm not really surprised by any of his issues that he's had in these playoffs of making shots and slot shot selection, like He's not mentally as strong of a player as as some other dudes, or yeah, whatever yeah. gets him going yeah. there. I, I was kidding. We don't need to. We don't need a deep dive I'm breakdown sure. on Rodney. Yeah, but I mean, in general, it's a lot of stacked up on the Cavs. I mean, the expectation <laughs> in summation should be the Warriors win. But I mean, going into the fact that you do have Iguodala injured, the fact that they did nothing in that Houston series that made me say like. Oh, if they play like that, they're for sure... What are you talking about, Peach? They won a game by 41 points. Okay. But that a lot of that is... Going back to like our conversation on that, I think some of that was really Houston just... You know, fucking, I mean, yeah. A couple of those games, sure. They're going to blow them out. They'll probably get two games that would beat the Cavs by 40, but... I'm saying as far as, like, Dominating a series and like controlling it from the get go, they weren't doing that against Houston at all. Like, it was, it was, I wasn't. After the first couple, of guys, I was ready to, yeah, pack Houston's bags. I picked K- Golden State in five. Wasn't the case. And Houston, like, did show some weakness. And I don't think the Warriors meant to. I mean, I they do have the luxury, though, of being able to fuck around in these games and, like, Win, they're that good. But I just, I'm they, at least right saw, now before you
0: saw no fucking around from this team last year. No this team was straight yeah. to business. Yeah, year.
1: that's what I mean. But I'm not seeing that this year. So that's where I'm like, all right, I I know one person that's all about that business right now. It's LeBron. Because I mean, it's the finals though. This team's I don't not gonna give gonna a go shit. Out. Like the fuck, they were playing the, the arguably the second best team in the NBA. For seven games, they were fucking around with them, like, I, and that's where I go back to the thing that was like, yeah, with the LeBron factor, it's like, yeah, all right, you're gonna fuck around, kind of. All right, LeBron's gonna figure some shit out. He's also. The, I think you're taking away a little bit from the Rockets, though. No, Chris I'm not Paul, trying to. I'm not. Chris I'm, Paul and James Harden were great. In games I know they were. Five, and LeBron's a better player than both of them. So, I think if but if you're he gonna doesn't do, have that. He doesn't have that running mate. Like, are we gonna see shit? I
0: don't. Kevin think, Lo- he's Kevin so Love good. I don't think
1: a... he needs it. He's the one guy that doesn't need it because he overall
0: is a better Kevin... player. But then you have to. You're you got to expect him to now. Play Kevin Durant in this series, and
1: last year he didn't. Yeah. Okay. What's different? Kevin Durant wasn't looking. Wasn't. I mean, he was scoring a shit ton, but no. But that's what I'm saying like there is. It, it, it's not because listen, we could go tomorrow tonight. You're listening to this Thursday morning. Thursday before game. Going into tonight's game, Warriors could, yeah, wax them by 40, like you said. And I look like it. But until I see it, I'm just kind of saying that Warriors aren't necessarily the well-oiled machine they were last year. Uh, you know, we're going to get down to picks. Like, yeah, we'll go that. Yeah. I to that. but I'd say, yeah, who, who you got, though? What I mean, do you see? With happen? all that said, like, yeah, I'm going to be realistic and, and say probably Warriors in five because I do think LeBron will get the. They'll get at least that one crazy yeah, high-percentage shooting game. He'll go for 45-15-15.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but, yeah, as of right now, I'm, I'm going to entertain myself with the idea of, like, oh, the what-ifs he can be maybe literally maybe be give the greatest physical like basketball performance of all time in a series, and they somehow win. Yeah, but we haven't seen it yet, so... But if LeBron, you're listening, yeah, do it. That'd be great. Yeah. Go fucking Throw Super Saiyan. Bone, buddy. <laughs> Literally go fucking Super Saiyan. That'd be the greatest thing ever. I mean, just the idea of... it. Just, And that's all I really wanted was the four time. I know people are sick of it. I get it, but at least for me, I was like, hey, I'll take one more chance with LeBron and entertain myself with the idea of like, hey, maybe what if he could beat this team? With yeah. Kevin Durant. I've got Warriors in five also. Last
0: year I picked <coughs> the Cavs in seven, and that did not work out for me. Uh, I, hey, like you said, room for the Cavs. I'd love to see LeBron take it to another level and push the Warriors a little bit. I just don't see it happening. I think that team is going to focus up going into the finals. and The Cavs just don't have the roster to, to stick
1: with them. But see, I think they're going to be kind of fucking bored with the, the idea of playing the Cavs a fourth time. Maybe. <clears throat> another just, I, reason another reason why
0: I'd like to see the Cavs win is so that Demarius Randall could pony up nine million
1: dollars and pay yeah, I'm on almost that a retweet million list. people. I'm on that retweet list.
0: Yeah, so the recently traded ex Packers corner now playing for the Cleveland Browns said that he would buy a Cavs jersey for any any person that retweeted the tweet if the Cavs won the championship. Yeah. Uh, so if you haven't already retweeted that if, and you want to free LeBron Jersey, I strongly suggest going out and checking that. Uh, real quick, um, before we wrap up here, so first team, all NBA, or first team, first to third team, all NBA teams were announced uh, last week. And in my mind, not at not any giant issues that my biggest problem with it is that i thought that rather than jimmy on the third team i honestly thought ben simmons deserved it just the way he played especially after the all-star break this year uh but uh surprised to see lillard get the first team but i I can't really make an argument against him um i thought oladipo you can make the argument deserved the
1: second team not over to rosen but what did you think pj um, yeah, I mean, the the pick of Damian over on first team was, I was surprised by it, but yeah, I wasn't mad. Um, outside of that, I mean, because yeah, I mean, the it just is kind of, it was wild to me that Russell Westbrook actually fell to the second team. Uh, I thought he was going to be in there, that's why I had uh, him the on my first team. Um, but yeah, I kind of thought, well, the DeMar thing, though, I I think, yeah, with how he played in the regular season, I was pretty okay with that. Um, I mean, Victor's probably gonna win most improved player, so, uh, he's gonna get a few more accolades, but, yeah, the the Jimmy Butler piece was the real, real surprise that... Just cause um, he, he missed, you know, the end of the year... And missed. I think. Yeah, I guess if you look at games. how they played without him, it adds to his value. It, I mean, it mm-hmm. shows what he was able to do. Right. Uh, so I mean, and I get like the has putting like a rookie and Ben Simmons in there, um, but I, I'm I'm kind of with you on that that mindset of we give it to to him for just yeah playing the full season, but. I don't know just if that was a another... factor in what, what Jimmy Butler was, but um it is kind of crazy, yeah. If he was still in the Bulls and made that, he would have been eligible for the Supermax. Mm-hmm. Just another which is part of the reason why they traded him. Uh, just another knock on Russell Westbrook. Triple double this year. Yeah, right. Second
0: team NBA. That's what's crazy. That, I mean, that's yeah. That <laughs> won the MVP with that. I mean, I know
1: he, he averaged another six points last year, but still, still I mean, it's a pretty drastic drop. That wasn't off. what the six points wasn't why people voted and why people mm-hmm. on this podcast wanted him to the yep. MVP. But yeah, thank you. I didn't I, have to say I'm it. I'm I'm eating that loss. I'm good with that. I that makes me happy. Uh,
0: any any shout outs? PJ. I still haven't seen Infinity War. Damn. I we didn't have a seen. chance. We didn't have a chance. Have you seen the whole... I haven't thing?
1: seen Solo yet. Or okay. Deadpool. I, I want to see those too. I had uh, a pretty long Memorial I was doing a lot of shit Memorial Day, but not able to go to any movies. Uh, no, the only shout out I wanted to touch on that we did not uh, is, is from... Is from good old game seven and of the Western Conference uh, finals. A little wrinkle, real expert here. Um, then, out of nowhere, Clay Thompson appeared. He wasn't with his teammates. He emerged from the door leading to the Rockets suite. He just came out of nowhere and skipped in the locker room like he was with the team all along. I asked, Where did he come from? What, what was he doing? Why? Why did he take a different route than his teammates? His answer to Ethan Strauss, uh, this is from Clay Thompson. Simply, I watch a lot of Harry Potter movies. <laughs> that and his, uh, little, uh, this in the, the, when I do the trophy thing, like him just like poking his head, like sticking his tongue out. Um, he was born for this, man. Yeah. It was, uh, Something of uh, beauty. Um, so there's that piece, and then really the only other thing, uh, Sam Hinkie, continuing the theme, tweeted out uh, almost 40 years of NBA Finals appearances in eight words: Magic, Bird, Jordan, Akeem, Shaq, Duncan, Kobe, LeBron. So putting it yeah, I was thinking about this. People and being I'm, sick I'm- of same shit as far as the fourth straight time but looking last 40 years players that uh, and Hinky's spin on that is like where they're all drafted um, you know all top six picks right yep it's amazing
0: yeah and uh, I man. just hope LeBron can try let's go for 10 years now yeah. 8 years in a row match match Russell I hey at this point, I, I anything's possible. But the guy seems like he may
1: be a little play till he's 40, and he yeah. may not regress much between now and then. And, and a quote that I'm now going to live by, Ultra, whenever you're, gonna, you're giving me a hard time about shit, is just this. I don't really want to be interviewed right now. I want to go turn up. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think that that's a
0: very fitting way to end this pod, Peach. Thanks, uh... Thank you, everyone, for listening. Check us out on iTunes. Leave us a review. Check us out on Twitter at the Point Forward NBA on Twitter. You know the deal. We will will definitely be doing pods more frequently over the next couple weeks, trying to break down the finals and keep you updated on this Colangelo foolishness going on. PJ, I'll talk to you in a few days, man. Have fun watching game one.